Process Podcast episode 426. Zach Watson, how was your uh how was your day? Uh it was an eventful day. An eventful day. Anything that you care to to, to disclose on the podcast in a public forum? Uh project not going well. Ooh. And then person went to the hospital. So that was fine. But they're okay. I think so. From what we know of. From what I know of. They're in a stable operating condition yes. somewhat to an extent that's pretty crazy that's pretty hectic that was the complete opposite yeah. of what happened to me it was the most i shouldn't say boring because that's not entirely true but it's the most it was it was a standard uneventful day you know not mm. nothing extravagant happened relatively normal i had a nice oatmeal breakfast and i was about it right pretty pretty mm. basic stuff um but i did however discover a new podcast and mm-hmm. um i thought it would be kind of interesting because it it's it's a niche thing and part of part of me like i don't like the overproduced type podcast where it's like there's a lot of music and a lot going on and it's like edited down from a longer conversation because it seems it just seems weirder that's like why we don't edit this thing because it's a it's more effort but b it just it doesn't feel the same Mm -hmm. with the exception of like i would say like there's the tmg podcast that is heavily produced but it feels more natural in a way because it still yeah. is like the natural course of a conversation. Um, but ones where like they take like a three hour thing and they cut it down to like 45 minutes or an hour. I'm like, why? Just put the whole thing yeah, up. It's a bit weird. Just put the whole thing up. And this one isn't um, like the one that I'll, I'll tell you about isn't like that. But like it's not overproduced, but there's a lot more commentary. Like there's commentary in between the discussion. So it's the host talking to an expert. And then here and there, after the fact, like she's gone back in and added stuff to explain something in like in a bit more detail, which I actually did enjoy because I found myself listening to things sometime where someone says something and then I'll write it down so that I can look it up later. But in this instance, if that does happen seven, eight times out of 10, there's been like an explanation to follow it up. And so the the podcast, what is the podcast called? It's called Ologies, like mm-hmm. all lowercase O-L-O-G-I-E-S. And each episode is, they have a guest on, like a person who studies some type of a field. And mm-hmm. typically that is a ology, right? Mm-hmm. Or they just make it into an ology, like, designology if we were on that show it would be like industrial designology something like that mm-hmm. um but it's like obscure stuff from adhd to rare plants to trains to bats to knees like hyper obscure stuff the bat one was really fucking cool i would highly recommend mm. that as 
I would expect um, facet for. Chiropterology, I think it, it's called, something like that. Mm. Like medical mathematics, fireflies, happiness. There's just a whole bunch of possums. There's a full episode about possums. I haven't listened mm. to it or anything. Um, but it is really, really cool. And uh, it's just something that has recently come across um, my plate. There's a whole, like, there's an absolute fuck ton of episodes. I don't think as many as we have. Just humble brag, but uh, there is a lot. There's that one about there's one about butts. There's glutology. Oh wow! So that's that's next on the list is butts, the bum episode. Yeah, it's uh. Might have to check out the one about bass. Yeah, I'll um, I have it on my phone. I'll I'll send it to you after the fact. But it was uh, it was really cool. Like Bill Nye has an episode where it's pe- pe- pedagogology or pedagogology, which is like scientific communication. Apparently, yeah. that's a word. Most of these things I never even knew existed. Like disserology dis- is uh, like mortuary makeup. Like when you're. Oh. Yeah, like different to embalming someone, but that's like the cosmetic applic the application. Yeah, to get them ready for like an open casket at like a yeah funeral, or just like a weird display in someone's home. I that would be kind of that weird, would be a bit yeah. creepy. I feel like you could yeah, do that. Fucking though. Bill Nyon. Yeah. Holy shit. November third, twenty twenty. Um And like they've they've got a cool website, obviously done through Squarespace. You can tell just because of how it looks. They've got merch. I don't know what it looks like. It actually looks kind of cool. It's pretty nifty. I'll um put a little screenshot of this in the chat here. But it's uh it's just something cool that came across my radar. I'm like, you you really can talk about anything. And that's kind of a cool thing. But um literally, yeah. Yeah, it was it was pretty neat. And like some of them, obviously some of them are interesting. Some of them are Oh, cool. are less than interesting like that's exactly how i pictured the graphics to be right like old like scientific illustrations yeah looks like it's out of like an old textbook or something like that mm-hmm. there's um space like an old like old-timey like atlas world atlas or something yeah or yeah. like fucking insect encyclopedia or something like that there's anthropodermic biocodicology what do you think that means Anthropodermic biocodicology. I have no fucking clue. Human leather books. Oh, wow. I I heard anthro and I was like, that's something to do with human. Yep. We got that. Then I heard bio. So I I thought I was thinking I was going to then go like human, like something about like human biology. But I guess not. Interesting. Yeah. So about someone who specializes in the field of leather books made by humans. So yeah, so here's a brief explanation of it. Anthro Or leather or or like books made out of human. Books made out of human skin. Oh. Yeah. Books made out of human skin. So anthropodermic It's actually called human leather. Yeah, is a fancy way of saying human skin books and the study of confirming or debunking them is anthropodermic biocodicology. From the skin crawling, history trawling, spooktober episode we chat, this is the description on the podcast website. 
We chat with the absolutely wonderful and charming medical librarian and expert of books bound in human skin, Megan Rosenblum. Um, wow. Whose skin is it? Why would someone make these? Why do they, what do they smell like? And what can they tell us about our culture and our past? Um, that's kind of creepy. So I was kind of on the right track. You were. I was just second guess myself. I was thinking like human biology. Yeah, no, it's that's a real that's fucked fucking thing. There's one. I mean, it's cool that someone specializes at that, though. I'm glad someone does. Yeah, and that's the cool thing is like I. There's one about scatology. What do you think that is? Scatology is that animal poop? Just poop in general. Or just poop in general. Just poop in general. This person that studies poop right nephilo nephology what do you think nephology is i don't know the study of clouds oh interesting right and that's what got me going like i listened to the bat one and then one about butterflies and moths first of course because i was like it's on brand um and i had no idea what to expect i downloaded it because i I don't even know how I discovered it in the first place, but this is the kind of the, this is kind of the cool thing is like, I don't know. I don't remember um, how it happened. Mm. And then I just go down this rabbit hole and I started listening to one. I thought it's an hour. I'll give it a chance. If it's shit, I'll just turn it off and try something else. And it wasn't, it was really mm. good. And like the host is, she's engaging in a, practical sense like you want to listen to what she's saying because she she has some like she's done some research ahead of time so she's not going into it like a total fruit loop right but she's also able to approach it with like a, a naive comedic sense that you can relate to which is nice because mm. that's what i i think i struggle with that say when uh, like someone like rogan has neil degrasse tyson or brian cox on oh my god and he's like and he's like He's asking not ill-informed questions or not stupid questions. No, no they're stupid questions. Fair. But they're questions that is questions. like, I don't care about that. Like, I want Neil deGrasse Tyson to, to talk about something, right? Not Yeah, you don't want what Joe Rogan to talk about fucking quantum physics or astrology or yeah. cosmology or anything like that. Because, like, like, granted, I'm sure he knows some stuff, but... He doesn't know as much as Neil deGrasse Tyson or Brian Cox, obviously. But the way that it's delivered is, yeah, it's a different format. It's a bit more in person. Like, it's a bit more personal, a bit more conversational. Um, but in a way, it's I find, I find it harder, or I've found it harder to relate to that in that, like, them in that conversation than I feel like with this one, mm -hmm. she's asking the type of questions that I would be asking this person. Or if I had to, right. if I got to sit down with this person and just have them tell me about stuff, these are probably the questions that I would be probing them with as well. Not like, right. well, what do you think about Elon Musk going to Mars and what do you think the aliens are going to be like there? Or right. him trying to explain quantum physics and Brian Cox is like, you mortal, please shut up. Brian Cox is my, I'd like to think of him as one of my spirit animals. He's really cool. He's really cool. Got his voice. Oh, it's so nice. Very intelligent. I feel like he's done, he's had, he would have had to have done some narration of, like he's got his own show. I don't know if you've ever seen it called Cosmos. I haven't seen it, but yeah. Something like that. 
It's uh, it's really good. But I, I want him to narrate like other stuff, like a children's book or a documentary about. I want him to be the guy who replaces David Attenborough when David Attenborough eventually passes away. Yeah. Because he's old. Yeah, I guess. It's going to happen. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, we need like a. We need like a planet Earth show, but for space. That's true, because like the, the it doesn't it doesn't Neil exist. Tyson really. has he, has he, he would do specials. Yeah. Which he which is his idol who he kind of was taught by a little bit when he was really young was uh Carl Sagan, right? Yeah. And Carl Sagan had a TV show. And he had a show and then uh Neil Grass Tyson did like under the same name. In honor mm. of him, did like a few special episodes, I think. Oh, okay. Kinda but like I don't know if it's a consistent thing that mm. he does. But that'd be pretty cool. It would be cool. I think the so challenge we don't have all these is... idiots that are like asking dumb questions. Yeah. <laughs> very, very ill-informed yeah. questions. And that's like, it's not like we would ask better questions or anything, but what I liked the most about the ologies episode is like some of the stuff is super niche, like books made out of human skin. Yeah. That's very niche. That's freaky. But the host, I think Allie is her name, Allie Ward. She's able to talk to the, to these people and these experts and almost, I don't know what her background is or what she does, but she's able to take what they're saying and kind of dissect it in a way that's easy to understand and, or prompt them to explain it in a simple way i remember neil degrasse tyson and and rogan talking one time and he's and neil degrasse tyson's trying to explain why we have a leap day or what like why we have (laughs) why we have leap years and it took him like to his credit he did explain it he did explain it but i i was listening to that on my last night in australia and i covered about 20 city blocks I was walking for a long time and then it finally got explained. Yeah. Like, like it finally got to the end of it. And I still, I couldn't, or I cannot tell you why. It's because every, like, because our sortation isn't perfect. Technically, like a day or whatever is like 24 point something, whatever hours or something like that. Yeah. It's not exact. So when it comes around, every year by the time like every four years comes around there's like there would be an extra day right it's like the hours would add up whatever to an extra day so they have to take one out to keep to like balance it out right and you did that relatively concisely i believe it's something Something like like that it's something like that they have to they have to take out out to like balance it out yeah Mm -hmm. and that's uh yeah yeah it's it's just different strokes for different folks i like when you have someone really intelligent um explain something in a very simple way that it just all of a sudden clicks Mm. because he's really good at that brian cox is really good at that too i feel like neil grass tyson's really good at that actually because that's like his main thing like he's he's good at like educating he's a science communicator now yeah more than anything 
I remember having yeah. that in, in high school with physics. My teacher was like this six foot nine bear of a human. Really? Holy yeah, shit. he was huge. And one year he like grew his beard out and grew his hair out. He looked like a like if Santa joined Hell's Angels. Right. This is what this guy would and look he's like. He's a physics teacher? That's fucking He's insane. a physics teacher. He's a he was Mr. His guess what his first name was? Thor? No, that would be pretty dope. It's arguably better. <laughs> okay. okay. Starts with a starts with an M. I'll give you that. M is in mother. Mm. Mm. I don't know. It's not it's not Mark. It's not Mario. I'm not sure. What is it? Um, it's a celestial object. Celestial object starts with M. Yeah, I have no idea. Mars. Oh, yeah. His uh, his sense. name was Mars. This guy's name was Mars. That's sick. That's pretty badass. I don't know if I would want that name personally, but it's a cool name. I'd be okay with it. But he was explaining something about um, uh, like waves, like light. There's like the whole debate between whether light is emitted as like a wave or as if it's a particle or and that mm -hmm. stuff. But when we were doing this, um, like how light appears on a on, on a, a prism, spectrum, and like yeah, and like different wavelengths, ultraviolet light and infrared and stuff like that. Yeah, and then like the wavelengths associated with that, and then if you're looking at and because that tied into planetary physics that unit where you're like talking about gravity and if a star is if you see a star and it had picks up a wavelength of whatever like what like how fast is it moving away kind of a thing mm. and he explained something about that like something about the wavelength thing and i remember sitting in class and i this is when we had like seating assignments that would get shuffled around every unit oh, which man. i fucking hated hated everybody in that class not everybody but most people um half the people i just didn't talk to half the people that's a better way of phrasing it um but i remember sitting there i was sitting near the front and he he explained it this way someone asked another question and then he says this thing and i'm like i almost like got up out of my chair and like high-fived him because mm -hmm. it just made sense and then i i did pretty well in that unit i think if i remember and that's the feeling that I got listening to this podcast, listening to the Ologies yeah. podcast. It was pretty cool. I would yeah. recommend. I'll I send you the bad, the bad episode. For sure. Chiropterology. What a cool name, dude. Right? Right? Like, fuck. Did you ever read these books as a kid? Like, uh, they would have a bat on the front, and the names always ended in, like, a wing. There was, like, dark wing, sun wing. Um, I don't remember who the author was. I don't think was. so. No? Okay, this is really going to bug me if I... Um, I don't think so. I don't even think I know what you're talking about, actually. Darkwing. Darkwing Duck. Nope, that is not it. <laughs> Darkwing Book. Kenneth Opal. Okay, here we go. Um... Oh, you didn't? I mean, you didn't, you never had, you never got to see these books in the school library? Maybe when I see it, I'll know it, but I don't, I definitely haven't read any of them. 
Okay. Was I was remembering. Just put it in the chat there. I do not recognize that at all. No? Oh, no. dude. I feel like it looked pretty sick, though. small you would have loved it. It was all about like, I think the gist of it is, let me I pull think up Big Me is going to love it. Oh, Big You, Big You would probably love it. So he's a Canadian author, like Kenneth Opal, the author of it. He's he's Canadian. Um, but it's set in the at the very beginning of the Paleocene epoch, when a huge natural disaster has wiped out most of the di- uh, most of the dinosaurs, and mm. so it's like prehistoric bats. Oh, it's uh, it's like basically the dinosaurs have like died basically um and yeah it's fucking dope and like in this one in darkwing i remember i read this in like grade eight i'm pretty sure but there's like there's climate change is obviously introduced because of this cataclysmic event that has killed off most of the dinosaurs there's there's a food shortage there's a like a, a flesh rotting virus and then there's these the mammals that are somehow still alive and it's uh they're not called bats they're called what are they called they're called chiropters which i think mm. is the genus of the scientific name for a bat. yeah i think so chiropter which reading the book and like understanding it now yeah or yeah it's the uh the order that bats are mammals bats are mammals of the order chiroptera that's just dope is that like the um latin whatever well there's there's different things like there's the class which is a mammal right um or mammalia and then there's a kingdom which is animalia which is an animal Mm. um you have the phylum which i have no idea what a phylum is um i'm not even going to try and explain that yeah i'm too but it basically means they've got like brains eyes and a nervous system and then there's the class um or there's the order which is the chiroptera and i think the order is like you have snakes snakes are of a specific order Mm. but then there's different types of snakes within there like there's boas right venomous snakes etc etc there would be different types of bats i guess yeah it's pretty fucking dope just a very nostalgic blast from the past with that Mm like prehistoric bat books that does sound pretty cool it would be cool if there's just giant giant bats once i feel like there probably was like there was a giant version of everything back back in back way way back yonder yeah back in the dinosaur days just giant everything so let's see so there's desmodus draculae which is an oh extinct species of god, vampire Drac- Dracula basically is in the name. Oh my god, that's cool. And that, it's been extinct for a while, but apparently had a wingspan of up to 50 centimeters, which is 20 inches. So just under two feet wingspan. I feel um, like the, the flying foxes... The fl- flying fox is bigger than that. Are way bigger than that, but are they classed as a bat? No, they must be in kind of in the same family, right? Uh, the giant fox, Google giant like, fox, and like the first thing. It's either a giant fox or like is 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 that also considered to be a fruit bat? 
there's the well there's or uh, flying fox is its own thing and they just happen to eat fruit so you can call it the giant golden crowned flying fox or the giant or the golden caped fruit bat it's a series of it's a series of mega bats yeah they big. which are endemic to the philippines but they're still under the order chiroptera so they're oh, still okay, a bat okay, okay. they're still a bat i think they're big us fucking aussie land people. On yeah, there's, there's a lot of those. Giant. Uh, typically in like more like uh, North Queensland and stuff. Like fucking three foot little children sized bats. Child sized bats. Hanging upside down. I saw bats when I was there, but nothing this big. I'd say mm-hmm. the biggest bat I saw was like, I don't know, maybe like That's so cool though, man. eight bats inches, eight, nine inches. Cool. In the middle of the city too, which is really cool. That's really yeah, they're fucking freaky huge. But no, the world's largest bat. They are. Largest bat um, ever. I don't know. What is the largest bat that ever existed? It's the giant fly, uh, the golden crown flying oh, fox. Oh. I was kind of hoping to be so like, oh, like, yeah, there was one that was like an eight foot wingspan and, <laughs> you know. That'd be cool, but from yeah, from enough. what I can see, yeah, you got a lot of them in in New South Wales as well. This is one of those things; it doesn't really have to be big. No. So. Okay. Well, apparently, there's a bat called the ancient burrowing bat that was three times larger than today's average bat. Um, was they existed in New Zealand? Because average bats are kind of small, anyways. Man. Average bats are kind of small, so. Giant walking bat has prowled rainforest floors. Used to walk? Apparently. Oh my god. Yeah, I want to see if it says anything about the size here. Just fucking uh, waddling around and <laughs> waddling around. It's a weird forest word floor. to use. It's very accurate, but it's a weird word. <laughs> yeah, from what I can see, it doesn't it doesn't appear no. to be much. Fortunately, no giant, giant, giant bats. Yeah, sadly. Have fun. I feel like that would have been really cool. It would be cool. That's fine. That's okay. That's a, that's another time. I liked how nerdy this episode was. Yeah. I like the I like getting the getting the strange on. Yeah. Speaking of which, I had a, like a brainwave today about the strange Kanga Studios and stuff and strange creatures, but I think oh, yeah. that's gonna that's gotta be a tomorrow thing because I'm okay. gonna take up the full. Okay. I would l- okay, I'm excited to hear this big brainwave, brain dump. It's part of it was inspired by Dave Filar. Um, part of it was inspired by uh, like a YouTube video that I watched. Mm. And then other parts of it is just like just a manifestation of brain power, you know? I like that. Manifestation right. of brain power. It's it Very feels cool. good to say something like that. Yeah. And just like a, a manifestation of aesthetic as well. Right. I like that. Good aesthetic. <laughs> Listen to a podcast the other day and they're like, aesthetic doesn't matter if it's not good aesthetic. Yeah, if it's still ugly. That's, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, aesthetic doesn't matter if it's fucking ugly. An or ugly it just thing. sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Ugly aesthetic is still ugly. Yeah. The aesthetic word doesn't save it. Right. That's pretty profound. Put that on a t-shirt. Yeah, you can't all of a sudden be like, it's intentional. That's the aesthetic. No, it's just ugly. It 
you just suck. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just ugly. I also found a, um, I don't have a photo of it, but I'll find it and send it to you. But a pillow, a graphic designed pillow oh. that uses Helvetica. And oh. it's like, you you will vibe with this. Oh, okay. I'll, okay. I'll see if I can find it. Find that a photo good. of it. And uh, in the meantime, if anyone wants to send us an email, hi at bigdesigncompany.com, www.bigdesigncompany.com is the email on the website. You can also send us an email to hi.theprocesspodcast at gmail.com. And Zach Watson. Yes, sir. What is our Instagram? The process underscore underscore podcast. Fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. See you tomorrow. Peace. The process.